Boom. Boom. And we're live. <laughs> yeah, we're live. I think we travel back in time. As you can see, we're, we're isolated, socially distanced. No one can see us. But yes, we are. You could tell by the audio quality that we are yep. finally playing by the rules. <laughs> I guess we don't want to get caught with our pants down like all the politicians the last over to Christmas break. Dude, like it wouldn't even be worth it. It's not like we're jet setting off to some Caribbean island or whatever. We like get caught doing a podcast that barely anyone <laughs> listens to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can get them on. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, I'm taking your lead. You're the one suggesting remote. What's your oh, feeling so, about this? So now you're going to throw me under the bus. Change. Throw me under the COVID bus. Why don't you? Um, <laughs> you know, it's getting serious, right? Like, um, like all, all the numbers are, are pretty high up there. They're rolling out the vaccines, which is great, albeit mm-hmm. slow, very slowly, very inefficient. I thought, I thought we ran out anyways. That's the last I heard today. Dude, like, I don't believe anything the government tells me anymore. And this goes back to what you just mentioned, right? All of the politicians that were supposed to like live by their word saying, Oh, you know, avoid non-essential travel, like all us commoners that are not on that government payroll have to like stay home while they get to go out. They get to go on planes and go to the Caribbean. I I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. It's like a spotted all over. It's, we're not even talking about these, you know, back row, low politicians or like MPP or that, that no one cares about. We're talking about like high profile figures such as yeah. like um, the finance. Ministry of finance. Yeah, man. Yeah, the finance like, minister. It's, was, it's I like his grind though. As, as, a, as a slacker myself, I like how he put up the effort to bring himself a sweater when it's like 30 degrees down where he was vacationing and then he attended all his meetings all dressed up like he was up here, all locked down in Ajax or whatever ride. I think Ajax or Pickering, that's his riding. That's crazy. You know he like imported those palm trees to his Pickering backyard. <laughs> he probably put, he changed his background to the beach background, but it's exactly the same. So when he moves, it just like fills in pic- all, all the pixels. <laughs> yeah, don't mind those. Those uh, Spanish guys in the background, those are just my gardeners and my servants. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm in my sweater while they're all in their tank tops, their white beaters. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, you can't, you can't appreciate the level of lie he went to. Like, again, the videos, the sweater, all that kind of stuff. I remember being at a resort, taking pictures in a suit all day. And I was tired. <laughs> I can only imagine yeah. having to wear a sweater. Yeah, but you're also you, you also aren't put up by the government, right? So you ain't got that money to get that high AC. He's he's probably in a villa. He ain't in those like two queen bedroom like what we would be holed up in and they all all inclusive. Yeah, for sure. Um just living at that government trough. He's not the only one too. You know, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Quebec, not even just localized to Canada too. It's just all over the globe people are doing this. Like you just can't yeah. you can't expect people to follow the rules if your politicians are not following the rules. But at the end of the day, am I surprised? No. <laughs> I'm actually a little surprised just the fact that you have these government officials getting caught. I mean, it was granted 
that people were going to travel, people were going to see their, their family, you know, or, you know, their close friends. Um, again, that, that's expected, but to travel all the way outside, some people are going to Hawaii, some people are going to St. Bart's. I don't even know where that is. That's how rich this place is, this island that I can't even afford to go to on a regular day. Gives me those Epstein Island vibes, man. Like just the island that commoners cannot go to. Probably don't want to go. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. these guys are flying under their real names, too. Like the, the booking agent probably sees it. Rod Phillips. I had never heard of Rod Phillips before. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Last week. But, you know, someone has to know somewhere. Probably flying first class. Mr. Phillips, here's your sparkling water. Here's your champagne. Yeah. Here's the end of your career. <laughs> it's your one last ride. Dude, imagine ruining and blowing up your entire career for a vacation. Yeah, that vacation better be bomb. That's and imagine what it is. If, yeah, that's true. Like that risk is just it's it's just not even worth worth doing, right? But you know what? I hope he has a good time. I'm not sure what the status is. I know he he resigned as the finance minister, but I'm not sure if he's getting kicked off his um ride in. I imagine like his constituents must be right into him and just be, you know, complaining and demanding him to like resign at this point. Yeah, uh, I'd say so. But I mean, is it so scandalous that he has to resign from the seat too? I mean, that's kind of a judgment call. Um, I don't know if Ford would actually like force him out. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> The way that news article worded the way, you know, how Ford demanded him to come back, I ordered him back immediately. I mean, I don't know. It seems like such a big act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's the guy who usually talks tough. Ford is like, yeah, I told them, hey, buddy, look, buddy. I told them, you know, you better do things my way or else. But like, remember at first he's like, I didn't know about this vacation. I had no idea. And then later yeah. he's like, yeah, I knew. Yeah. So it's like, there's no way you're pretty much your, your, he's like your third or fourth most important person at this moment, right? Because on a regular year, he's probably your, your most important person or second, at least the finance minister. Not yeah. to say that this motherfucker, this is just like if you're in, in, in school. And you know this motherfucker slacking off because obviously he handed in his homework late this year with the budget and all, and yet he still gets to go off on this awesome ass vacation. Yeah, it's it's completely like university. This dude is off in spring break with coeds, not having finished his term paper. It's ridiculous. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but you know, you look at at you know Ford's roster of like top people. He's got like remember those two that got caught on the hot mic. And he's got oh, yeah, Christine yeah. Elliott. He's got this person. Like, I just don't have a lot of faith in them. But again, that's nothing new. Okay. To be fair, I don't think anybody could have done a better job. Well, significantly or materially better job than what you have. Because I, I feel like nobody, not in well, not in North America, do you see people actually you know, practice this whole democracy. Everyone wants, just wants their freedom. They just want to do their own thing. But what about the you smaller know? provinces? Like, I know that they have smaller numbers of cases and deaths as a proportion, 
but you know, I'll be interested to see the percentage breakdown. Like, you know, we don't know how many people are living out in like PEI, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, all those places, but they seem to have a better handle on this. I mean, some of them are islands, so that, that kind of mm-hmm. helps. But you know, Ontario has struggled, Quebec has struggled, um, you know, Alberta is now struggling quite a bit. I mean, it's, it's. I don't know if anyone could have done better. I can only kind of judge what information we have in front of us. It just doesn't seem like this government has done a great job at all. Um, and it's wor- the vaccine rollout worries me. Um, just protection of the vaccine, uh, like a proper schedule, a proper plan. We haven't had any planning at all. Yeah, I don't even know like uh, when we're supposed to get it. I know there's this one... One guy uh, who, like a friend that's a doctor, he's a family doctor, and he just went and said in, in this group chat that, you know, he just got his vaccine, and he's, he's a family doctor, and he's encouraging us to get it when it's available. I'm like, when's that, in eight months? That's pretty much what the timeline looks like for us. For our age group, I think it's probably going to be eight months. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's all fine and dandy. Um, I'm wondering if they have a plan for using up as much capacity as possible. Like, for example, you have a bunch of doses there. Um, you've gone through a bunch of the doses now as scheduled appointments. Now you have some left over, but you know that there's like, you know, some administrative staff that are in the hospital, for example. Do you call them? Hey, hey, John, hey, you know, Mary, come and get your, your vaccine because we have extras to sit in here. Are they using that well, that spare capacity? Not even. My cousin's a paramedic, and he they didn't even have them have them scheduled to receive the vaccine until I think today or Friday, like tomorrow. Like initially, they weren't even on the list of like personnel to get the vaccine. We're talking about frontline workers. You're the traditional frontline workers that we're talking about, not talking about like a cashier or, or people that work in Walmart or department stores, right? Cashiers are heroes. Don't you dare slander them, all right? <laughs> I, I used to be a cashier back back in the day, the first like SARS scare. I, I was working there, man. I didn't get no face mask. I didn't get gloves. Come you on. Had to, you had and, to handle more, more cash and more change. These days, like cashiers don't even have to handle like money anymore. Yeah, exactly. Dude, the way, especially in the area that we grew up in, SARS back in 2000, it was a 2003, that was just something that's more mainly focused in, in our area, right? Back in the Scarborough, Markham area, Pacific Mall area. So let's just say the Chinese population was at risk. But you said it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those bitch ass cashiers these days. Anyways, what were we saying? <laughs> Oh, yeah. The, so the frontline workers, they um, kind of aren't scheduled to get it. And you're talking about a paramedic. Like paramedics mm-hmm. are like literally going house to house or like site to site, interacting with the public. I would think that would yeah. be one of your first people. Yeah. They're, you know, if you have a serious case, they're the one that might be bringing those people in from their home, you know, because maybe the, the family member don't want to drive them in because, they want to isolate and make sure they don't catch it too, right? So I don't know. It just seems like it's a mess. I know for a fact that because just the age we're the age group we're in, you know, our profile we're likely not. 
at the totem pole or at like the bottom of like high risk. You you get these random random cases where I had a friend that messaged me. She's a nurse. She said like, oh, this guy who's 35 or in, in the 30s caught COVID and is now in the ICU and it's like really struggling. You know, it can happen to anyone. And I'm like, okay, so what happened? And it's like he went to a party over the weekend. Yeah, as usually like, how it okay. goes. Yeah, and then it's like got it, got it from there, brought it back home. The entire family had it, but he's the only one that's that's really messed messed up. And I'm like, okay, is he fat? Is he overweight? What's what's going on? Tell me more. And she's like, he's an MMA fighter. <laughs> like, this guy must be taking too many kicks or not wearing not wearing slippers in the shower too much. His immune system must be majorly compromised man uh, i don't clearly I don't, at this point i don't know what some of those fighters do to their body to get into like to make weight to get into like fighting shape and all that kind of shit so i won't say yeah. and then you know he's at a party so mix that mix whatever he was taking with like party drugs alcohol like you name it and you have a perfect yeah. storm man covid was like you know wiping its feet at the door coming right into his body <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean, you're going to get those stories. It's going to happen. Yeah, but what about I, the I protection like of the vaccine, too? Like, um, I just remembered this case from Wisconsin, this, that nurse that stole the vaccine. Like, she stole oh, the one that like was 500 doses. In her. Yeah. Yeah, she was, like, refusing it to, to inject people, right? Well, actually, she yeah. took it out of the freezer and just left it. Really? Oh, maybe it's a different story that I read because I oh. think there was another nurse that was just like, you know, refused to go and and apply the vaccine to anyone. Just took it and, and threw it out or something like that. This yeah. was in the States, though. So. Well, there's probably more than one case. Um, and there were probably, I mean, judging by people in the States, there would be likely widespread, um, widespread problems administering the vaccine because you leave people in charge of the process. And people are just injecting their own opinion, right? <laughs> well, the, granted, you have vaccine in the states, and they spent all those all this time the last almost a year since March, and all they've wanted to do was just get this vaccine. Once they get this vaccine, it's a magic bullet, it's a silver bullet that's going to kill that COVID, and everything goes back to normal. But yet, no one wants to take it, or the entire country don't know how to administer it. And the biggest thing is it's because their their exiting president has been too busy fighting his own battles that he didn't give a fuck about <laughs> the rest of the country. Boy, um, I think we should probably get this one out quickly. Um, you know, and, and just on that note, he refused. Pfizer wanted to sell him more vaccines and he refused to buy yeah. them. This is like kind of in the summertime when they were developing it. So there's, they, yeah. sold, they sold the vaccines to other countries. And now, like, yeah. knowing that the United States has no investment in infrastructure, they have no plan to roll out this vaccine. They're a big country. You, you have two political parties. It's very divided. I just don't see it going well. I see a lot of vaccines being wasted. And yeah, yeah I mean, the U.S. is a fucking shit show, man. It is it's insane. <laughs> yeah, like you said, we're gonna get right into it. As of like just 
24 hours ago from this recording. I, I guess we saw shit that was straight out of a Hollywood movie or at least a Netflix movie. Um, Storm in the Capitol Hill. <laughs> it, it, I, we all knew, kind of knew this was going to happen in some degree, but it's still kind of shocking to see this happening in the United States. It seems like this is like a, like a kind of like an Eastern European or like South American vibe of what happened the, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's actually a revolt and the population is actually doing something about it. But at the same time, this population seems to be 50-50. It's not like the whole country wants this shit to happen, right? So, Yeah, 50-50. Um, the kind of the weird part is that Trump, like, he had a rally before that, and he's like, yeah, go down to Capitol Hill, march down Pennsylvania Avenue, and go to Capitol Hill. And then everyone did. Yeah. Yeah. Even up to the last moment, minute of that speech, when I watched it, he was still saying they stole this from us. And this is just, what were they doing? They were just voting to, to say like, you know, the electoral college agrees, you know, Biden won the election. It's just, it's a formality. It's not even supposed to be anything. Yeah. It's like almost like when you're at a wedding and someone asks, does anyone here object to this, this, you know, union? And you don't expect someone to fucking stand up, but don't you want to, don't yes. you want? Don't you want someone to stand up? I I've always want like I've been to a lot of weddings. I've always wanted someone to stand up. <laughs> Fuck! I wanted some soap oh. opera drama. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It, it would be kind of it would be kind of funny as a bystander watching this go, watching it go down. Just like how we're Canadians, we get to watch the shit that went down yesterday. Scary as it may be, it was still funny for Mar- for me. Just seeing the amount of people climbing, literally climbing walls, scaling a wall to get in there. Dude, they made that wall so climbable. I don't understand. <laughs> people yeah, just, yeah. like Americans are not the f- most fit, and these dudes are just climbing the wall like it was like Josh at the climbing gym, just like fucking yeah, yeah. bouldering up that wall. That's a little shout out. Yeah, I-, I thought it was a Photoshop to begin with before I downloaded the image. And then when I saw clips of it, people were actually, yeah, it's very, it's very climbable. Um, people were just hitting it up and walking in. The amount of flags that were being waved, it was like an Asian and Chinese bus tour that's going around to visit Capitol Hill. Just like, here you go. Make sure, you, you know, you got half an hour to go and explore. You got to meet me back down here at the bottom of the staircase and we got to all go. Oh, boy. And Explore, they did. They went all over that fucking place. They went to Nancy Pelosi's office, like, left a folder on her desk. Like, I'm some... surprised there was not more turd being left on her desk. It's true. It's true. They, um, no one took a second to take a squat. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best picture of that scene was probably the dude that was sitting right in the middle. I don't know what what their hall is called. That um, you know, that half the semicircle thing with all the seats, and he's just at the at the front where I guess the speaker of the house would sit. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, just like kicking back and just taking a selfie. You know what? Capitol Hill is for the people, and the people were enjoying it. Shit, it was like a playground in there for those people. And the the weird thing is, there was like what 50, 60 arrests. That's it. 
they, these people brought their own tear gas and threw it at the cops. <laughs> They're like, well, there's been uh, tear gas released. It must have been the cops releasing it on the protesters. No. The protesters will release the tear gas on the Capitol Police. Yeah. yeah the, luckily for this whole thing, it's still unfortunate that I think four people died in this whole, you know, this whole debacle. Was it? Complete shit, I, think, I know some lady died, some QAnon, like, crazy person. She got shot and died. Yeah, I think there's... That's that's one, but I think in the morning today in the news, they said there were, like, four people. But she's the one that got shot. I don't know what the other four is. Like, maybe they got stomped, you know, <sighs> crushed when they all ran off. Um, it's it's no crazy, man. Fired. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I mean, like... Not a huge amount of shots were fired. No, nothing set on fire. Surprisingly, hmm. compared to what do you think that is? What about those people that went in there? Makes it different. Hmm. I mean, all those people <laughs> look like they can friggin' set up a campfire. Yeah, they were they were treating it. The black people don't go camping, by the way. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's the main difference. Um, you know, these white protesters, white. What do I call? Them? I don't want to call them protesters. These like vigilantes, Trump supporters. Yes, you know they went in there. They just made it like their house. They just made it like their home, like they were just in their backyard. And the cops op- yeah. fucking opened the gate for them. It, it's kind of crazy. Did you see? Did you see the gate that they have? Y- yeah, it was like those, those gates parade, weren't even attached together. Those parade uh, barricades. Yeah, <laughs> that shit wasn't gonna hold. Then, yeah, there's just not enough force. Just knowing the fact that there's people showing up there. DC, isn't there like a military base around just freaking sending some? But I guess at the same time, that's that's Trump's call, right? Well, actually, I think I, I, I heard rumors that Pence had to call the Army Reserve. Like Trump was yeah, like kind of de- debating yeah. it. And then like Pence called the Army Reserve. They called in people that never thought they'd have to see a day of action in their life. Yeah, the national. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing is crazy because all Trump had to do was get on his Twitter and say, "Please stop. <laughs> this is not how it is." This guy was fucking, you know, eating this all this attention up. The fact that he can pretty much get a crowd, a mob, to do whatever he wants. Yeah, like you know. I think before they uh, took his, t- they locked his Twitter later in the in the day before they took it down that video he was just talking about oh you know i know you're upset you know we love you but you have to go home and like they stole it from us how could they steal it from us like half of half of his speech was kind of on script and like the other half was completely off the rails they had to take it down (laughs) yeah his pr is a complete joke like bro how do you not sit there and hear this and just be like, you know what, let me go and cut and paste and rearrange how some of this, you know, this little video is going to come out. It should just be a two second video. You have to go home now. But he, didn't, but he didn't, he clearly didn't want to. That's the thing. Um, yeah. You know, he's still trying to incite violence. And I'm noticing that, you know, his press secretary slash campaign manager, Kaylee McEnany, she hasn't been seen in a long time. She yeah. must be done making a fool of herself all over television. 
I'm guessing like the Trump empire or whatever the family is going to take care of her, you know, because I don't know where else she's going to get a job at this point. She should be unemployed. I felt like it blows over. Yeah, well, yeah, she's got working somewhere along the Trump for sure. Fox News, maybe, or some Trump news network. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of insane. You think about it, like Ted Cruz is leading some of this opposition. Dude, dude Trump called your wife ugly. Yeah, in front of the entire country, in front of the entire world, he said your dad might be the Zodiac killer. And now, yeah, you're basically He's still sucking, sucking his sucking his teeth. Yes, his teeth. Yeah, some of these people are just insane. Like they're willing to like kind of ruin their careers over this. Um, but I don't know what the future holds for the United States. This is this is a lie in the sand. People are calling for him to be impeached and removed. Twenty fifth Amendment. I, I personally don't think it's going to happen. You need I don't pen. think they'll be able to do it in twenty five in what fourteen days, thirteen days now. Well, all you need is Pence and the cabinet um, to do it, and I don't think they're going to. They really have to look and out between now and January twentieth. Uh, okay, if he gets like removed, um, for sure, shit's gonna go down. Pence can't control no, none of them. He can pray for Jesus. To um, control the crowd, <laughs> he's a I man mean, of God, right? So is everyone else in that damn Capitol Hill. Look at what happened to them. I love how the fact that you see all these like it's probably very scary, but at the same time, when you think about it, these are also career politicians that have sent so many of their freaking people. CIA, I don't know, but then again, I think CIA runs their own shit. Uh, you know, they've been sending soldiers over to countries trying to, you know, overthrow their government and shit. And guess what? Now the tables turn. It's happening to them. And when yeah. when <laughs> the fight came to them, they were cowering like like a bunch of like bitches. Remember how this year, how last year started? They just you know assassinated that Iranian what was a scientist or top scientist or whatever. They just you know went to another country and just freaking killed this guy. Yeah, like blatantly, straight up, walked up to the car, you know, shot him or sniped him. Um, and you know what? Eventually, it's gonna come back, right? I haven't listed down. Maybe this it's their military-industrial complex, right? Up to a certain point, now they're reigning in. Everyone want, wants the wars to end, and they don't want foreign wars anymore. So, what are all these like military corporations, like weapon companies, going to do? We're going to have to start selling guns to Americans and just start shooting each other. I mean, that is the, that is the next step that I see happening, man. People are going to arm themselves up for some civil war action. Like, uh, there's so many different ways that this can go. It's like create your own adventure. Basically, now we have two parties. We have Trump. I could see him starting his own party. Like, now we'll have you a three-party well, yeah. system with Trump's party on the far right. Yeah. I, I think if he is still healthy in four years' time, he could make a push. And I think that's why, like, Republicans are so screwed. In a sense, <laughs> they should nip this shit from the very start, like, four-plus years, five years ago when he was running for 
uh, for Republican leadership, right? For the party. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't think they expected like how everything turned out, where he's able to mobilize all these people that would have never voted to begin with. These people that hang out in the woods and they just drink, you know, moonshine. <laughs> I'm just thinking, what kind of beer they they a bush bush Pabst, beer? Pabst Blue Ribbon, <laughs> an old Milwaukee. Yeah, they're out there. They're creating their own militia, um, doing all that, and all of a sudden. He's able to bring them out and actually politically or acti- activate them politically. It's it's insane to think how uncharismatic he is, yet he just has this following. People just relate to him somehow. And he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, but the people that follow him just think he's an everyman. He thinks he's like in their corner. The people that follow him have so much that it's not in common with him. It's crazy. I think there was some yeah. stat where um, Biden's voters or Democratic voters make up like 70% of the GDP or whatever. And, you know, Trump's vo- supporters only make up like 30%. And yet they were kind yeah. of at a almost even in the election. Yeah. It's, yeah, I find it kind of scary how even after this whole thing goes down he can probably if he wants to cause havoc and do all that see i don't know what he what his plan is i don't know if he thinks he's gonna come out on top on the other side of all this just because i don't think history is gonna be very kind to him yeah if it wasn't the coronavirus response uh, and all the other shit that he's done it's it's this moment that people drew the line in the sand to say, okay, enough is enough. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't need this last incident to make up their mind about it. A lot of the fake people, you know, former campaign managers, his some people in his cabinet, people who have been, you know, enabling him for like five years, now with two weeks to go in his term, are now saying enough is enough. I don't support Trump. Hey, it's fucking too late, buddy. Like, you're trying to yeah. save your political future hoping that people will forgive you, you know, two weeks um, to go in a lame duck president's uh, term, you're going to now say, you're now going to try and distance yourself from him. I hope to God it doesn't work. Yeah. Who? Well, luckily we're not the ones that we ever hire these people anyway. So, but if we were, how much would we even remember this whole situation? Right. Uh, for for people that work behind the scene for them. But, yeah, the people uh, who work behind the scenes, you wouldn't really know. I mean, that, I, I'm I'm assuming that's not not appearing on a on a resume. Yeah, but the, yeah, like all these people storming up there, though. I don't even know how many of them know the Constitution. Like, I don't know it because I'm not American. But all these people running up there, they're just. Assuming whatever Trump says is is true, it's a fact, and everyone's kind of freaking out over it because they're saying like, "Oh, democracy took a big hit yesterday, but we survive. It, it still it still stands. It's still alive. It still works." Yeah, everything everything's going to go forward as planned. Like Biden's going to be sworn in on the twentieth, and it's going to be over. So yeah, you know, despite all of this this chaos and madness. You know, yesterday was 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 tough to watch. 
I mean, yeah, the memes were kind of crazy. Got to admit, but you know, life will go on as normal. I I don't think they have anything better planned. A knock on wood for like the twentieth. Um, I'm sure the authorities will now be ready for them. Yeah, um, but you know, life will go on. Trump will be. I'm hoping he gets dragged out of that fucking office, man. I need I need that for my soul. You think he's going to attend that inauguration? No way. Because you know Bo Obama was sitting there because you know he was outgoing the the exit in president at that point, but he still had to attend that inauguration, right? Biden was sitting there too. Yeah, I think I think Trump. There's no way. He's probably going to have his own rally. They say he's going to have his own like rally. Where he's gonna, yeah. he might announce his run in twenty twenty four. What party? I guess they're fucked. They're completely fucked. Like Mitch McConnell, he's now no longer the Senate Majority Leader because yeah. the Democrats won those two seats in Georgia. You know, he he was the powerful, most powerful Republican for like a minute. You know, he has been <laughs> for a like number Master of years. Yoshi, or yeah, it's like the Turtle Man. And now no one's uh, no one's afraid of him. <laughs> yeah, you know he has been for a number of years. You know, I wonder if Americans are just glad they're going to get their two thousand dollars now. More more than likely. Yeah, for sure it's passed, and I think they they the guy already announced like everyone's going to get their two thousand dollars. So, I mean, when you look at the way we hand out syrup, everyone got what fifteen hundred or whatever it might be. For the last seven months, six seven months, <laughs> and that's two, per month, right? Two grand, two grand. I think was it two grand? I think so. Uh, but we we did it really quickly, and it was an easy process. Americans, even I think they got the first twelve hundred, and then they got six hundred just now. But the rollout is so like slow. There's people like more than a month or you know two months into it who still didn't get their payment. So yeah, it's the U.S. for you, right? It's just too big. I, I you know, I think it ties back to the question or the comment that you made earlier about how on the East Coast, you know, Eastern Canada with all those islands like Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, and all them, you know, we're not sure how COVID is is over there, but I think the population size and the ability to know. People in your neighborhood or in your community helps, right? I don't know. I can't remember what U.S. population is, but I feel like it's in three hundred mil, around three hundred and thirty uh, million. Yeah, yeah. So that size is just too big, too big to like manage. And the only way you can do it is communism. It seems like. Well, even that that struggles, right? But in terms of like to to be able to contain a emergency or a crisis like what happened now, you know, with COVID, to be able to like have everyone in line and in check, that's the only way to be able to manage such a huge population. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if like US is like third in pop, no, maybe fourth in population, likely. If you I'm look at sure. China, India, uh, Russia, probably, and then you have you have US, so no. top five in, in population size, anyways. Yeah, not too sure myself where they stand. Um, and they might even have more people because of illegals, right? 
there's That's probably true, a bunch yeah. of illegals there. Um, but yeah, be easily half a billion right there. Yeah, who knows really where they're at? But I mean, I mean, they're in a they're in a huge mess. You know, Russia is laughing right now. Uh, China's laughing yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm. I think a lot a lot of countries are laughing because again. U.S. doesn't do itself any service by being in, in everyone's business, right? You know, trying to, you know, tell people how their country should be ran. And then their own Capitol Hill goes on, you know, news everywhere. It's for sure presented. Everyone on the planet knows, like, all oh, America's, like, you know, symbol. You know, this is basically their their church, their, their biggest chapel of, like, democracy right there. And it's being overtaken by their own people. It's not even foreigners. It's their own people overtaking it. Yeah, and it's not even it's not even half the population of the people. So you know, something is definitely up. A lot of foreign nations, I mean the allies at least, you know, they condemned it. They they spoke out against it. Trudeau and Macron and all those all those fine people. Um but man, this is some Again, this is some Eastern European, South American coup-type behavior that I'm sure this makes yeah. China really happy just to see this happening um, in the U.S. Yeah, especially the last 12 months, you know, 12 to 18 months of, like, tension that they had. You know, everyone's trying to do – there's so much at play in terms of the Cold War that's going on. You got the tech – the tech side, the trade, um, how comfort, you know, we talk about human rights and all that. It's like the extreme side of things is in the U.S. side, right? Well, they're both at extreme, right? One side you have like China with the Uyghurs, you know, the Uyghur situation there. And then in the U.S. you have like this further swing to the left possible. Everything, everyone is everything. Everything is everyone. You know, you yeah. can identify as as a ball. You know, identify as as air. I don't yeah. know, but <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a mix, uh, an unholy mix of liberal and conservative ideals. And you know, you either pick one side or the other. You you're not doing both. But you think about you know uh, Twitter uh, locking Trump for 24 hours or 48 hours. Uh, Zuckerberg banned. Trump um, for the rest of his term from Facebook and from Instagram. How much do you think so he's allowed to go back on after? How mu- I, don't, I don't know. I mean, right now he's protected by like some presidential or world leader status where things that he uh, puts out there on social media are of general or greater public interest to see, no matter like the the content, right? No matter what the contents are, I think it goes into an archive somewhere. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's he, a meme god of presidents. Pretty much, man. He just retweets everything. Like, yeah. He is like the um, the Ron Burgundy of presidents. Like Ron Burgundy just reads reads whatever's on the teleprompter. <laughs> Trump just retweets whatever he gets in in his Twitter. Yeah. But it's, crazy. it's kind of crazy that um, you think about those social media companies taking action against him. How much do you think Trump wishes he was 
President Xi right now. Because, you know, President Xi disappeared Jack Ma. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. He yeah. disappeared Jack Ma. He's gone. It's just for, yeah, from from just stepping out of line. Just even mentioning that the regulations, like, there's just too much regulation. It, it's Even the slightest, the disciplinary action seems insane. Especially for a guy that's so internationally known and if it is true that they went and then threw him in a Uyghur camp it's insane it's just, it just shows like China doesn't give a fuck yeah I think the rumors are, are you know circulating right now I think I think he's not the only one that has been quote unquote disappeared or has vanished I mean the guy hasn't been seen or heard from for months no one's saying anything <laughs> which yeah. is the crazy part like you'd think Someone close to him would have said something by now. No one's saying anything. Um, it's kind of scary. Like with his, okay, he's a billionaire, right? He's one mm. of the richest men in the world. Probably top top twenty, maybe. Yeah, richest people in the world. You think that guy could fucking arm up his like compound? The government just took him, man. They just came in and took him. Uh, he could be on crazy house arrest. Who knows? That's true. Uh, I mean, it is easier to just keep him where he is. You would think if there was like guns going off and like a, a big battle royale, someone would have heard something. Like if they the, the army shows up with tanks, the Jack Ma's doorstep, mm-hmm. Alibaba delivery. <laughs> that's the thing, though. Like, it's not. It's still not going to change how businesses still want to go into into China, right? It's not like it's going to send a warning to anyone else. It's like, oh, if Jack Ma can have this happen to him, you know, who are you to be able to do anything? Because Jack Ma is probably one of those people that everyone looks up to. It's like, he's like the Steve Job or Elon Musk of uh, China. But way more charismatic, kind of. And And a weirder head shape. Yes. Odd, odd fellow, odd looking fellow. I remember he did his Michael Jackson dance at that like company conference. <laughs> I think Michael Jackson was already dead, but he died again that day. <laughs> and, and he had a half an hour Kung Fu special where he's the star and he beat out like Jet Li, Jackie Chan, and all these like action heroes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had his own movie pretty much. Tony right? Ja. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he beat Tony Ja. He beat like the three Kung Fu guys. Um, that's how much money this guy has. And that's how much influence he has. He can get them to be like, hey, Jet Li, I need to beat your ass. Make it believable. Yeah, and it was it was like prime Jet Li, not like the Jet Li from years later with gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, So who knows what what's going on over there? It's it's kind of crazy when, when you think about it. Man, all this stuff that that's going down. I never even realized Jack Ma wasn't around because I typically see him in YouTube clips here and there. And then this news dropped, and I was just like, "Shit, okay, let me take a look." Apparently, like all his like public appearances have been canceled. It's just too bizarre, way too bizarre. Um, like rumors of people disappearing happening all the time. I think. Earlier in the year, earlier last year, we talked about Kim Jong Un disappearing. Then he like yeah. reappeared, so that was like all all canceled and shit. But you know, going back to the the U.S. too, 
uh, Trump's feud with Jeff Bezos. How much do you think he would love to disappear Jeff Bezos? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah, Jeff Bezos is they're they're equivalent, right? Like the same business model. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure at this point, if he could, he would want to turn it into a banana republic, in the sense that he's able to kind of he has the personality to pretty much get half of U U S or registered U S, you know, people that voted for him to arm up and start fighting. Yeah, that is, I mean, disappointing, but somewhat not unexpected. But if Biden controls that military, I mean, will he drone strike his own people? (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know how to start thinking about it right now. Biden is so established. I don't even even know what he's going to do. But if he's anything like Obama's drone-like usage, then, you know, he's in business for sure. He might as well fly it himself because all the casualties that those typical drone strike, you know, it can't be any worse. Well, the dude got the aviators for it already, right? So you pretend he's a pilot in that pilot chair. <laughs> it's such Ice a wild time. This, it's it's so wild to think like that is who who is supposed to be like the leader of the free world for the next four years. This it old, is, old man. <laughs> it is really scary. Like, now you have to have a strong opposition to Trump and his army of people, the Proud Boys, all those groups. And you got Biden. You know, not the same person he, he was. He's like, you know, maybe 30% of the person he was. <laughs> it's not good. I mean, Harris got that, like... um you know, attorney general background, she better crack the whip on these people somehow. Can you, can you imagine, let's say like Joe Biden doesn't make it to all four years and then you have, you know, Harris being, being the president. Uh, well, I guess I, I can see it. It can work because the chancellor, like the German chancellor has been around in the world stage and she's probably one of the top five most powerful people in the world. You know, she's hanging in there. Yeah, I still don't know whether they would do that. Um, you know, letting her take over as president after four years. I mean, this is if Biden really just can't do it anymore. I think that they'll, even if he can't do it, they'll prop him up as a figurehead as a president. Like, I think. I need him to become like, you know, where he loses all his cognitive ability to kind of like not filter himself and start dropping again. Like the biggest news are always these alien news and in all this chaos, hell, like even our, all these episodes that we recorded since during COVID, there were news of like alien contact and like U S coming up saying, or like the U S army or air force saying, yeah, there's like UFOs. It's a legit thing. And it's, it's such boring news. Yeah, any back, other year? Back page news, man. Yeah, any other year? Like you had a Harvard, a Harvard, I think, or might not be a Harvard professor, but some renowned space astro, you know, physicist or whatever, saying like, "Oh yeah, there's these like asteroids that we've detected that came flying through, and they just don't look like they're typical, typical space like comets or whatever." 
it looks like space junk, like a piece of like metal face. It's flying opposite. It's actually going slower towards the sun, even though the sun has the biggest gravitational pull in our system. You know, it's apparently the movement doesn't make any sense. Again, no one knows, but no one gives a shit. <laughs> back, back page, page news. news, man. Back page news. I've, you know, if the aliens pulled up on this planet, they got one look at what the hell was going on and peaced out. Man, they don't want no part of what's happening right now. I mean, we're basically like those rat experience or uh, experiments that takes place. You know, they they have like a giant room or basement full of rats, and then they just study them and see like what happens after a certain population threshold. Do they cannibalize themselves or do they work together and then find a way to survive with limited resource? No, and we're pretty much like rats. We are failing <laughs> like, like crazy, fucking cannibalizing each other every, every, every turn. You even think about uh, those monoliths, those metallic uh, structures that were appearing all over the world. The yeah. one that appeared in Toronto, it got fucking vandalized after like a day. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. I know. Just have no faith in people. Where is people's? I don't even know how to say it. Just respect. Respect. People are just very, un- very uncivilized, right? Like, oh, we have this new monolith. Let's just kind of just sit here and enjoy it. What could it be? No, let's fucking write graffiti on it. Let's destroy that shit right away. Yeah. So this is obviously a tan- tangent because this isn't something that we've kind of brought up in the in the background. Just you know, things to talk about this monolith. Yeah, what what do you think it is? Like, what makes people these days think that they're more important, that they they themselves is more important than like a general public? Like the sheer selfishness of everything. You mean the people who are vandalizing it? Yeah, like vandalizing it, or fucking they do shit like this all the time. Like when they vandalize a piece of art or something like that, it's just like, what is it that you think you're so important, or that? you're so important that people need to hear what you say or would need to, you know, see what you do kind of shit. It's, it's kind of crazy. I don't know what it is. I think, you know, back in our younger days, I don't know about you, you know, you get into a mind of like a teenage boy or whatever. They want to destroy everything. Right. So, you know, you're passing by that. You're hanging out with your boys in the park or whatever. It crosses your mind. Right. What if I were to, you know, tag this or whatever? Because it's there. I got nothing better to do. Probably no jobs out there. People are bored. I could see why it happened. But, you know, it would be alarming if it was like someone, you know, older that just never grew out of that phase that just decides, you know what? I'm just going to cause trouble just because. And I want to watch the news story come out and just hide behind my, like, keyboard and watch the story. Yeah, well, it's almost like the per the girl that threw the chair out the window or a balcony, right? Like, what the fuck? I don't get it. I don't Basic get why we protect chasing, people. man. It's right now. There's just so much going on, and no one's really paying attention to these clout chasers um, anymore. Maybe aside from the Capitol Hill c- clout chasers, um, I don't know. There's just so little joy in the world right now. I think you know a, a lot of a lot of this this lockdown thing, people who are actually observing it and respecting it, they're in for a, kind of a tough winter. 
And, you know, you put something out there that sparks a little bit of joy and people fucking destroy it. Yeah, they're fucking selfish as shit. Sometimes I just want to smack, you know, I get it. I was, I was young. We were young once. I get what you want to do. You want to be cool. But does it get to like a new level? Like every single generation just moves, like the bar just goes down a little lower, a little lower, and a little lower. I mean, I don't know because, you know, back in our day, there was barely any internet. There was like no social media. I think now kids are doing more, um, you know, cyber um, bullying. So yeah. it's it's a bit different of a landscape. A lot of the stuff is happening on social media. Like to me, I, I, I find it somewhat hard to understand because, you know, by the time social media got big, we were out of that age group where we were, you know, so competitive and so nasty to each other. Um, you know, we were past that playground shit, but kids are still on that and there's more and more platforms to do it. I don't know about other stuff because kids barely go outside now. Everyone's staring at their phone. So I don't know if kids are getting worse, like more violent or, you know, bigger vandalism, more destruction. Who who really knows? I can't just assume. Also, like maybe off the top of my head and it's just, they don't go out. Everyone's just, you know, you have your phone. I don't know how, how early you introduce your kid to a phone, you know, something that I kind of think about sparingly, just like when will I get my kid, his, his phone, like at what age, right? You know, I myself got it in, you know, middle of high school. Um, but do you go, now that I think about it, I'm like, shit, I should probably maintain that and keep it so at the same thing. But I'll, but everyone will say like, oh, but what if all their friends has it, have it and then he doesn't have it? It's just bullshit. But at the same time, what I was trying to get at is more like, do you think, because they all have, they're all on their phone, they're all looking at the same shit, they're all looking at the same hashtag. You got TikTok where you have like these dance challenges, people just want to do it, uh, the same type of challenge or whatever, and they do it better. They're just imitating. There's no, kids aren't using their imagination because they're not going out there to play. You know, I remember I used to go out to the local, you know, forest or like the little small patch of wood or like trees there and we just hang out there, you know, climb trees and, and shit like that. You know, you have to kind of imagine you have to kind of do wrestling matches in the middle of a field, pretending, pretending you're triple H or some shit like that, getting pedigreed in the snow, but no one does that shit anymore. Right. There's no imagine it, like imagine play. Right. Yeah. You know, I like to think that somewhere, you know, kids are out there playing. I know, you know, in the neighborhood that I moved into, kids are running around playing tag all the time. They're a little old yep. for tag, but you know, I don't won't judge them too much. But you know, back in the day, we used to we used to run our neighborhood. Like all the all the guys go out. We play sports. We just you know, we were always out like all summer. Summer time is where you get like hand lines, right? That's yeah, the time I'm, you go back. I'm surprised we didn't get all get like melanoma from like being out in the sun every day, every year until like we got too lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's, there's, yeah, you know, and you go out and you remember bringing home the outdoor smell. Yeah, mix it in with your teenage smell. Fuck, so gross. There would be grass stains on like your clothes. It was a hell of a time, man. It was a hell of a time. 
Yeah. Here we are uh, reminiscing about the good old days. Yeah. Um, how, <laughs> old, how fucking old are we? Dude, if we're lucky, maybe we're a third there, man. A third Dude, this is the, this is the year that we're, we're turning 35, man. It's... Yeah. It's insane, <laughs> man. It's just crazy. The experience is definitely an interesting one. And I wouldn't have even thought about it. Not my wildest dream. Even in the last 12 months, I think this shit would go down. Everything is just like next step up. It's been a hell of a... I mean, we're witnessing history this year in so many different ways. But can we really be surprised? Because, you know, for a while, nothing happened. And then, like, bam, 9-11 happened. And then all these, like, pandemics happened. You You know, we've now... I think this counts as a recession, right? We've we've lived through a number of recessions, like two recessions within like ten years. Um, yeah, two two recession within probably like ten to twelve years of our, you know, our first ten to twelve twelve years of our career. Well, yeah. Hopefully, we fucking survive this one. Yeah, no, like for sure. But I don't know if I could be surprised. Really, all this year is so crazy. Like, how did this craziness happen? Everyone else in history probably said that same thing when it happened to them. Yeah. I look at it a couple of episodes ago where I was going to bring it up. Like, how are we seeing the fall of it? Or is this the beginning of the fall? And then I kind of go back and I look at a couple of the big empires that you can think of in modern, like, not modern time, but in the past, what, a thousand, you know, 2000 years, you're looking at like the Roman empire and you're looking at, you know, the Ottoman and how everything played out. And you're like saying, and I just think like, fuck, it just looks almost the same. Like all, everything kind of comes, comes together. Like history repeats itself. Right. It's true. It's like fucking father time. No, one's un- it's undefeated. You can't, you can't change it. But I mean, 35, it should be good. I want to say, actually, this is our first pot in 2021. And I was going to say, like, what what did you do for for New Year's initially? Because I thought maybe you you had initially said you're going to spend it with your, your mom. Well, now that it's on the record, um, she doesn't listen to this. Hopefully, she never finds this podcast. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, I didn't. I just stayed at home that day. I think because... The lockdown started, right? Um, I am allowed to be with one one household, and that's my household. Um, yeah. But I pretty much just stayed in. I didn't watch any coverage of, like, Countdown yeah. or whatever. I actually only found out about New Year's, uh, 12 o'clock, when my phone started blowing up with messages. <laughs> so you were up. I was awake. Uh, I think I was probably watching a movie or something. But Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, the, we stayed it, up. It was the first time... I spent New Year's Eve alone in my life. Yeah. When I think about it, when I'm thinking back, I'm like, I've always had company on that day. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's been like, I don't know what, at least 10 years. Yeah, I would say probably 10 years. At least 10 years I like, we've spent New Year's Eve together. Maybe one or two years, you'll you'll go out and do your own thing, but you're you're with another group of friends or whatever, right? But most of the time, I was just like, shit, it's, it's so weird on that date. 
I remember messaging everyone and just like, hey, it's kind of strange knowing that it's, it's New Year's Eve. And it is a tradition as much as, you know, some people might not say it is a tradition to kind of get together and have a big jam. Yeah. Uh, the drinking uh, abilities are declining year after year. The the decline is real, but it's, it's usually <laughs> a very fun event. Usually casualties lining the floors. I, I kind of miss that the most. Shoe racks, yeah. broken people thrown through shoe racks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are, yeah, it's just, it's just a way to bring it in, right? It's a way to, you know, put an end to the year and a way to open it up. It's just, yeah, I, I, I actually do miss that part a lot. It was nice being at home and knowing how it's kind of quiet. And again, I, I know it's kind of just another day when you think about it. It's just another day. You flip it. Just so happened we work in the 365 days calendar. So that's how you play it. It's nice to do it that way. But I was also thinking, yeah, what would it be like? You know, what what were your like tradition? Because initially you're going to go go hang out with your mom and your brothers. But then I was going to say like, you know, is that what you guys did back in the day when you were still young, hanging out with your mom, your parents, your family? Is there any tradition? I remember when I was growing up, we'd do the countdown, and I know we we never order pizza that often, right? Especially uh, delivery. And this was like we know New Year's Eve, we're gonna get pizza that night. And I don't know how we got that pizza because it's probably the most busy time of the year for them. But two for one pizza back in the day, burn the top of your mouth, man. That pizza was always hot, no matter what. That pizza, they were. <laughs> They were with thin crust before thin crust was a thing. Skimping out on the ingredients, but they were ahead of the curve. No, I agree with you there. And that's that's special to remember your traditions. We basically just had like mini those mini hors d'oeuvres. I think I think we had a little like I don't know if it was champagne or like some sort of alcohol. We drank like I was allowed to drink <laughs> on that day, just a little bit. Right, like how old? Like you're like eight years old. Just I don't remember when it started. Campaign. I remember we used to. They used to just give us like ginger ale up to a certain point, but then like they they skipped that, and then they let us kind of drink a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. On that day, I mean, <laughs> they got us. I was I was the only one that was like not drinking age, right? So yeah, yeah. My, my brothers are, are older than I am, so um, but yeah, little like mini hors d'oeuvres. We we stay up and watch whatever Dick Clark. Or whatever, um, and that ball dropping in like New York City. Yeah, yeah. Watch all those acts on TV or whatever, and and that would be it. I think you know, parents would just peace out to bed like shortly after that because they old. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I wonder if that's gonna be how it is. I'm just picturing once Zach can stay home by himself, or if he can go out to his own little party. I'm just gonna be like, it's time. I can drink heavy again not that it stopped me at the moment but you know my dad hopefully will have a couple of years to kind of save up our whatever's left of our party life like bill burr yeah. said there's only so many there's only so much of that party life bar you can have and we went hard yeah we need to get that one up man just rejuvenate that life somehow man yeah. Before we wrap up, I just want to throw another random question that I thought about. And I think, you know, this is one that I've already kind of talked to you about. 
You remember um, that murder house in Markham, right? The one yeah. where that, that gamer kid like killed his whole family. It recently sold. Yeah. Heavy discount. You know, I know people who missed out on that fucking deal, deal of the century. Uh, it's, it is a house to die for. Um, <laughs> would, you, would, you, would you ever buy that house? No, man, because, like, I know ghosts ain't real, I think, but I still don't want to take that chance. There's some bad blood in there. Bad Literally. Blood. Like, yeah. that house is huge. It sold for under a mil. Like, the house is, what, over 2,000 square feet? It's sold yeah, it's for, detached, like... right? It's a detached. Um, oh, I like a uh, very... Like a nice neighborhood. Something. Nice neighborhood. Castlemore. Um, you know, the house is dated inside. Yeah. Um, but whatever, so you're lot- tearing that shit down anyways. Like, I think, yeah, like you said, the only thing that I would do, if I had the means to do it is buy that house and tear it to the ground. That's true, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably the only way to do it because even if you do a renovation around the whole house, it's still a room, right? Like, unless you break down a room and then you do a complete new layout. Dude, yeah, the demons man, I don't know are in there grabbing those tools. Like, you, you never know what's going to happen. You're, like, drilling into some wall and it malfunctions and then, like, electrocutes you. <laughs> Or something that house had poltergeist in it for sure. I was telling our friend, like, here's what I would do. All right, if I was desperate and I really needed a place to stay, buy the house. All right, I can't live in that house with like demons around, so I gotta tear the house down, remove all the debris. Then I gotta dig the dirt where the house was on, <laughs> <laughs> like ex- 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 excavate. I can't even say that word. I feel bad. Excavate. excavate and excavate. exercise. Yes. Excavate the dirt from that house, bring in new dirt, and then build a new house on top of that dirt. But plan's not over you yet. Just... <laughs> okay. I, I take the old dirt and I sprinkle it on the property of my enemies. <laughs> but the demons shall spawn on their property. <laughs> Do you realize it doesn't work that way? It's almost like doing construction on an Indian burial ground. How do you know it doesn't work that way? Doctor. Apparently, Indians Indians still like native. Sorry, not the Indians. Uh, you you mean Washington spirits. Washington football team? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be hilarious if he if they win the whole thing this year. But um, that would put a put a little cherry on top. Hmm. Um, but it's more so. I don't know how, how how that works, but it's. I wonder what family bought it. Most likely a Chinese family. Aren't they very spiritual? Yeah, they're pretty spiritual, super superstitious, and all that. But it was a Indian family, right? So they'll be like, ah, I I don't understand this ghost. This ghost is just dancing. What is happening here? <laughs> yeah. But for if it's under a mill, but what are you going to do? Just leave that house like house vacant for you know eternity? You you do have to knock it that down. Is probably eventually. Yeah, someone who yeah, has the means can, can knock it down for sure. But you know, I think about sometimes I'm here in this house and I'm like, what was that noise? 
and especially when I get the edibles going, forget like that 15 <laughs> milligrams, I'm thinking that there's gulfs here. I think I, remember, I already mentioned this. There's one time that I was like in the kitchen, I was already like on 50 milligrams and then like I blew a breaker. So the power went yeah. out and I'm like, holy fuck, what is happening? And I thought like the whole neighborhood power went out. It was just one breaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally there was lights, <laughs> there was lights on elsewhere, but I couldn't clue in. Cause I was so yeah. <laughs> out of my mind, but I would have God, no misgivings God. about buying that house. I think. But I would, I would definitely have to tear it down because every little definitely. bad thing that happens in that house, I will have to blame it on a ghost. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Imagine when you invite, like, you do your housewarming and then people just ask you, like, you know, if you got a good deal on it, and you tell them and you explain to them that this is the house that got. I just remember, I just think of, like, the Homer, like, the Simpson special, the Halloween special where they bought that haunted house. Yeah. Where the walls were bleeding and everything, <laughs> both kill each other. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, yeah, bringing this story up, like, your breaker break it, uh, going off. Like, today in the morning, Zach, like, woke up crying, and I was just like, oh, what the hell is going on? Like, it was about, like, maybe 15 minutes before he typically wakes up, and I'm still trying I'm trying to squeeze in as as much sleep as I can. And he's crying. I'm like, shit, okay. If he, you know, I jump out of bed, I walk uh, and go over to his room, and I see, like, just light flashing, just blinking out. I don't know what the fuck's going on with my wise cam, but it was just like flashing nonstop. Like, <laughs> fucking freaking out. I'm like, is this, is he like crying? Cause he saw something. Cause like lights going off and all that shit. Sometimes I just think that's probably one of the one thing that uh, it's so random as a parent. It's one of my top things that I worry about is like, if he develops a imaginary friend and then he just starts talking about this imaginary friend all along, and it's like some paranormal shit where this imaginary, like he actually sees something, but <laughs> I don't see it. And I just think it's just a play thing. That would be freaky as shit. But Dude, anyways, that is hope- right down the line of something crazy, some crazy movie script. I would not, I would not write that off for 2021, my friend. <laughs> Please don't let it happen to me. I don't need that in my life, especially the, with all the, the listeners need it. Come on, take a sacrifice. Every single time, every every single record, and it's just gonna progressively get worse until people start telling me that I need to get the hell out of my own house. We're gonna see stuff moving in the background behind you. Well, I can see it. No, the listeners can't. Yeah, you must be hitting that fifty, 50 milligram edible. Not yet, again. man. I got one in my pocket, ready to go after this. Should have popped it halfway. It would be kicking in right now. True. It's like eleven. <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I got nothing to do anyway. So. <laughs> all right it's awesome to get this thing in we're gonna get it out we're yeah storm this out it's gonna be up there and hopefully it's nothing like newsworthy happens in the next day to ruin Jack everything Jack Ma comes out <laughs> I hope all they right. find him but I hope you know it's in like three days <laughs> <laughs> yeah when it's up alright all right, man good. bye guys